This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. This month, Ensiferum will release their new album, The Lassic, via Metal Blade Records. Ensiferum are a true powerhouse when it comes to folk-inspired melodic death metal, something they hammer home more resoutly than ever with The Lassic. Purchase your copy now at metalblade.com slash Once again, guys, The Lassic, the new album from Ensiferum. Purchase your copy at metalblade.com slash This is the Metal Sucks Podcast with your hosts, Petr Spych, Brandon Hahn, and Sylvia Alvarado. Metal Sucks Podcast. Hello, everybody out there in listener land. Don't do no, Are I'll you stop. doing that again? I'll stop. I didn't okay. mean it. It is not your host, Petra Spike. Uh-huh. Normal voice in all. Sorry about Did that. Did you hear the just the transition of like normal accent to like southern accent? Uh, I, I didn't like hear it. that. I, I didn't, didn't like, like it. it. I didn't like it, it either. Weird. Uh, my name is Brandon Hahn, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. At your buddy Gooch. See how I did it right there? I don't, I don't like your Ohio accent. You it's see gross. How, no, no, no. You see how I did it right there? It was formal. It was What's proper. What's an Ohio accent? It's, it sounds like raspiness like this. Like he ate a lot of rhubarb as a kid. Yeah, you know what? There, that's, there is some truth to that. But Eating rhubarb? Ohio accent is when you say, you can really hear it in the A's, like, uh, you know, or, or, your, or the O's. Like, go, go, hey, tell your mom I said hi. Your, say your assassination. Assassination. Assass. <laughs> it's the ass. It's the sass. Assassination. Assassination. <laughs> Let me hear your accent, Sylvia. Uh, I'm Sylvia, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at It's a Sylvia. I don't have an accent. Like no. a boring American. No, you sound yeah. good. Like yeah. a boring I don't even have American. like I don't even have like that Mexican. Actually, when I speak Spanish and I go back to English, I do have a little bit of an accent. Ooh, do it. Do it. Say, say, hey, that car over there is really, really bonito. <laughs> Ese automóvil es muy bonito. No, say it in English. That car is really pretty. Oh, I heard an accent. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> I didn't either. I, didn't. I, was, I, I thought I just like speak more in Spanish. Mm-mm. So oh, okay. so do you do both? Uh, when, I speak Spanglish, yeah. No, so when you're at home, you'll say half a sentence in yes. Spanish and then, oh, I love that. Yes. That's my favorite thing. My mom used to do that uh, with, with the uh, Serbian dialect. Yeah, how, what would she say? She would, be, she would just be like, kakosi, and I'd be like, what? You know, and she'd be like, kakosi, and she'd just say something else. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you understand what she was saying? What's I always understood kakosi's hello. Okay. And then uh, she would, I would always understand, but the problem is, is that uh, I, I can never speak it correctly, so mm. I'm not going to oh. do it on the show. Oh, man. No. So, what did so, you say? At least we learned kakosi. So, so, so when, when my family comes out here, they, they only speak their dialect, and I understand them, and I virtually translate, and when I talk to them, it sounds like... I, I, I talk construction Spanish to the people that I work with, and they always look at me like I'm a total asshole, and that's what I sound like when What's I speak. What's construction my- Spanish? Oh, man, it's so bad. I'll be like, hey, buddy, I need two nails over here, and they'll look at me stupid. I'll be like, dos clavos aquí? You know, so I sound like a fucking asshole. Because well, you sound condescending. Every time. I know, but that's the thing is I'm trying. Well, I'm because trying he's to, unsure of what he's saying. I'm trying to have perfect dialect so they understand me. So I talk to them like they're children. Yeah. And it's like, so I try not to do that now. So I try not to do. And so. Those clavos, no, por favor. Actually, no. Someone you sound, actually like, said you that sound to me. like you're talking like a child. They're yeah, the like one you're, talking you're like sounding a child. Con- like you're talking down to them. They're yeah. like, your construction Spanish fucked up. One dude told me that one time. I go, fucked up as in I, don't, I can't do it right. He goes, no, there's something wrong with you because every time you say it it's it's completely it, fucked up I'm it thinking, enrages everybody yeah it does so i'm like <laughs> all right i'm just not gonna do it i'm just gonna say two nails here if you, you know? think about it because kids talk like that i don't kids I, talk yeah. like that they don't know what they're saying they're just trying to get the words out and if you really because think about how condescending these asshole kids can be wow mm-hmm. is that are they just being cute are they just figuring out the language or are they fucking assholes i want to know this huh I'm going to say they're being cute and figuring out the ant language because and I don't so think... Everything always ends in a question. Well, it depends not, on the parents. Sure. Oh, kid, depends on the parents. Kids are assholes when they do the why thing to you. If you ever had that, we're like, why? Why? Oh, God. Why? Oh, so so like, why do I have to eat dessert before dinner? Because this is, the way, this is the way it works. This is the way that we use this thing. Why, why do I have to eat dessert before dinner? No, why do I have to eat dinner before dessert? Okay. I said it backwards. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you know what you're saying. Yes. It's you know so, what there's saying. always a why. So there's always a why, no matter what I say. Well, this is... Then yeah, you so we have it. to do this. Why? Because we have to do this. Why? But yeah. why? I just I'm just saying why. you are the party dad. I can see you doing dessert first. Mm. Yeah, I am the party dad. We like to go to the discotheca and sometimes oh, after no. the biblioteca. <laughs> to to escribame. <laughs> to what? Escribe. Escribe? Escribe. 
Dude, we need to shut the. F- By the way, also, guys, if you want to follow other, I, I, I just realized that like my uh, ignorance in modern times, ass Spanish. my yeah. condescending ass Spanish, two-year-old Spanish. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that are listening and be like, that guy in modern times is a racist. Yeah, fuck. he's right. God, no, put him in the category. Put him ignorance in there. means racist. That's put him back in there. Yep. Put him in there. Put Get in, in the there. Category. I apologize, to everybody. I'm not. Thank you for move vouching over, for me. Kramer. <laughs> Anyways, Jocelyn follow Sharp. follow our other co-host guys, Jocelyn Sharp. That's J O Z A L Y N Sharp on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Follow me at Rise to Offend Twitter and Facebook. Rise to Offend official on Instagram. This week, guys, back on the show, we got the mighty legend D Snyder. Aww. God bless D Snyder. Fucking love D Snyder, guys. He fought for us. He did fight for us. He was like Jesus with big hair. Mm, dude, his hair was too big, though. His hair was yeah, big. It was curly. big. I didn't ask him about his big hair days uh, because he we fought. accepted it, but he fought for us. You know what? He had a mane. He had a big hair. He was like Goku and he Dragon He looked like Ball a Z. lion to me, like a lion, the king lion. He what was Super called? Saiyan. He went Super Saiyan for us. Yeah, not Simba, yeah. the one that died in the beginning. That was, yeah. Mufasa. That, Mufasa. Mufasa. He had the Mufasa hair when he fought for us. Against not the Simba, but the one who died in the beginning. But Simba ended up getting Mufasa hair when he yeah. grew up. Oh so, shit! Yeah, so you just well, okay. He, he, not he, see Lion King. he can be grown up Simba when he fought the PMRC. Anyways, <laughs> we're here he to talk about what he did for the Love of Metal Live, which is coming out July thirty first. Guys, for the Love of Metal, one of the coolest records we've heard in a long time. He plays a, a large majority of these songs live. This DVD Blu-ray kicks fucking ass. Make sure you guys are pre-ordering it. I, I have been on a crazy kick of live music DVDs because I can't go to shows for like six months now. Does it, does it help your fix? Oh, you just man. Like fix it for you? Uh, uh, yeah, because you know what I realized is that I own so many and I only watched them once or twice. And yeah, now, because you have other shows that you can go to and you see live. Exactly. And now I'm watching them like, dude, like three times yeah. a week. I'm telling you, it's, it's been the greatest thing. So this, I want every band to release Blu-ray live DVDs right now top-notch ones like these doing right now for the fans. But before we do that, guys, as always, let's talk about the Metal Sucks News. News! All right. Well, that makes you uncomfortable. It does every no. time. I just see, I just I'm see, here for. I see you doing that in a diaper for some reason. Why not? Mm-hmm. Live a little. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, I got the mental image. Yeah. See it? Oh no, I is can't. It? God, I just oh. want to. Oh, I want to shit my pants so bad. Like I'd be, I feel left out now. I feel like I'm shorting myself <laughs> by not having. It. Yeah, now. if I had a diaper right now, I'd totally be doing it. You can get an adult diaper. I know, but what I'm saying, I don't have one now. I mean, I, I didn't think about doing it. If I, if this topic would have came up mm-hmm. like earlier, and mm-hmm. I could have prepared for it, mm-hmm. I'd probably be talking to you guys and laying a big old dookie in my pants. You'd be like one of those babies where they just like focus on one thing and like they have that poopy face. Yeah. You and they're like, oh, Gooch is shitting himself. Wait, is Gooch? Go- that's a that yeah, that like, one eyebrow is raised pretty high. I think like, I know what he's doing. He's either giving he's, the people's elbow or he's going doo doo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Oh no, I smell it. It's yeah, that's the video. We're a right. team. We're Move, a team. Moving on to the news uh, after your uh, sounder, I do apologize for the diaper comment. That was your. But fault. I actually liked it. I actually your liked fault. your guys' back and I was forth. Allie McDe- I was Ali McNeil's baby. I'm not going to call it sexy, but I'm going to call it uh, titillating. Pobrecito. Pobrecito. <laughs> Why are you going to say that? It doesn't even mean anything. <laughs> Gooch knows Spanish now. Yeah, exactly. He's a poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Tell me to stop being racist. You're just being a ding-dong. Thank you. I am. I'm being a dingus. Ding-dong. Un ding-dong. Un ding-dong. So, um, speaking of racist, though, let's jump into this, guys. Trapped. I love him. No. No, you don't. No, I don't. No. No. (laughs) Chris Taylor Brown, since, I'm just going to say since the pandemic has happened, has done any, he's the lead singer, uh, nobody knows who he is. I know, I still don't know who he is. He's the lead singer of the band called Trapped, who have a hit song from way back in the day, and is primarily famous now for just ranting on Twitter, fighting with guys like Ice-T, um, and saying a bunch of heinous and stupid shit. Um, very pro Trump, which is, you know, not here nor there. Is not, that's like there's other musicians that are like that, but his approach to it is, well, like everybody that seems to be very pro Trump. It's very angry. Very and, angry. Yeah. And, Lashing and, and out. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So he and his band Trap put out a new record called Shadow Work. Okay. And I don't want to promote it too much, guys, but I don't think it's going to matter. Their previous record from 2016 was called DNA. Mm-hmm. That record sold 5,400 copies in its first week, which I think is a good 
good number in modern standards. This is 2016. Guess how many copies the new, after all this negative press, publicity, all that stuff, guess how many copies the new record sold? Sylvia! Seven. Whoa. Oops, sorry. Ten. Your name's not Sylvia. Oh, Ten. Right. Brandon. One dollar. Okay, that, Seven, means, that yes. means between one and nine. Okay, guys, your guesses were crap, okay? okay. <laughs> He's going to sell more than 10 copies. Okay, seven I, I times 10. Maybe maybe second week sales will be seven times 10. <laughs> 600 oh, copies. That's, now, that's not good. In America, oh in America, God. there is 350 million people. I could sell that many copies selling it out of my truck. Like if I just rolled up to yeah. libraries and yeah, tried yeah. to sell copies. Now we, as uh, I don't know, uh, people that have been annoyed with this guy, okay, through this whole process, and he's been he's been real ignorant and really annoying. And anybody who's like that I, on I both think, sides too. Uh, by the way, this sides. isn't just yeah. a right wing thing. There are people on the left side where you're just like, shut the fuck yeah. up, you know. I, I felt like I, I, he's an alcoholic. He's drunk because everything he said was so dumb, right? Uh -huh. And all the fights he was picking, I was like, ah, I, I feel sorry for this guy, but he's getting press, and that's what we do in modern day society. Love to hate. If someone's being hateful and stupid, we gotta shine a light on them because it makes money. Okay, we don't ignore him anymore, right? So this guy. Even though he wasn't ignored and he got all this press, it didn't work for him. So what does that say? Are we taking a step forward? I hope we're taking a step Are forward. Are we taking a step forward? Because people will click, but they won't really, support. really, really sucks. That, that, see, let's not forget, that is a very strong factor. <laughs> so, when your band sucks. So and bad. And you try and sell records. And on top of that, you're an outspoken douche who wants to severely limit your audience uh -huh. you're going to sell 600 copies in your first week now keep in mind though from him trapped official did tweet this before the record came out this is back on may 8th mm -hmm. the new trapped album shadow work is the best piece of music trapped has put out and probably one of the top five albums that will ever exist for all time fake news mm -hmm. that's what that was i'm sure that guy's thrown that shit out too yeah. a few times as well i don't i don't like that they call their album shadow work yeah, she does not like the fact that they call it Explain shadow work. Explain that, Sylvia. So shadow work is basically when you're looking within yourself and you're you're trying to be a better person. Mm -hmm. You're just fixing yourself, basically. Introspection, yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And there's not much introspection happening. From his tweets. From his uh, digital yeah. imprint, if yes. we may. From yeah. his digital Go imprint. Ahead. It looks so like there's no... it's a huge contradiction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and again... Do, do you think that's why it didn't sell? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, again, dude, you want to well, have your opinions, that's fine. But this guy is actually seeking people out and attacking other he, people but online. But he doesn't do it from his own Twitter account, right? He doesn't have it. It's, no, he does it from the trapped official Twitter account, see, but it is not, him. I know, but it's not, you can't be voicing those opinions using the band's Twitter account. Yeah, because that's it's, not a smart it, move. No, because it's his personal views. It's not the views of the other bandmates. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. You're not going to be Kid Rock. You're not going to be like the right wing <laughs> band to go to band. You know what I mean? One. It's not going to happen. But truthfully now, like in the media, the media is not um, having any of this right wing stuff happening for the majority. So nobody's going to promote this band or this album or anything like that. They're going to kind of shun him because of the way yeah. he's been acting. You have to somehow have a little finer line. Now, I, I love the... Uh, I've, we said this on the show many times. I want people to speak their mind. I want them to be open book. I want them to say what they will and just deal with the, the daggers that get thrown at them. Just be honest. Be yourself, right? Um, this guy has done that, but again, there's got to be some sort of tact to show that you've learned a little bit since you've been 17 years old. That's what I'm saying. But, you know? it, but the, deal, the deal is, though, is it's like, yeah, go out there, speak your mind, say that, but speak it if it happens in front of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like don't sit, you don't have to jump online and just categorize and group everyone together and yeah. make some blanket statement that could easily be twisted. And that's what happens. And like, at this point, I was talking with a group of guys last night, we were talking about uh, snowflakes. Well, it's both sides. Mm -hmm. Both sides are weak. Both sides. The second you mention one thing, people will lose their mind. Yeah. Hey, could you put on a mask? Ah! That's a political statement now. Like people have twisted that around, and it's the same thing with uh, it's the same thing with with this this guy over here just yeah. blasting every liberal person for mm -hmm. whatever. It's like, dude, you got to let people live their lives. And the thing is, always when you're when you're looking for an enemy, there's, there's no better place to find them than the internet. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. You really think you're fighting some kind of war. You're not. You're just it's making like a your... a one-sided war. Yeah, you're losing. Yeah. Let me tell you something that both sides agree on fully. Huh. Just going to segue into our next story. Ready? Oh. Well, hopefully they agree on fully. Huh. Pedophiles. Wait, like, do they both hate them or... 
I, thought, I hope I so. Thought, okay, I good. Okay. Both sides hated <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I, 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 is there a side that's pro-pedophile? Uh, uh, no, pedophiles I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pro-pedophiles. I think they're their own. Group. No, I'm talking. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a political side. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, there, so. there's your happy medium. There you we go. all hate uh, pedophiles, right? Okay. Well, and okay. Traps. Why don't you just say instead of just saying pedophiles and then leaving us to piece it together, you could say, "Here's a happy medium." What is it, Pete? They both hate pedophiles. Say that. Just don't go through pedophiles and leave us to pick up the pieces. Pobrecito. <laughs> Pobrecito. <laughs> should make that a drop. Brandon. <laughs> I used it correctly that time, correct? Yes, you yes. said poor Brandon. Poor Brandon. Oh, poor right. Brandon. Poor Brandon. You know who else hates pedophiles? Who? Who's that? The Insane Clown Posse. Oh, my God. Juggalo Nation is not all about yes. diddlers. Oh, dude. They're they like all the about magnets. Mag- they love magnets. They love the, the fucking magnets. How do they work? I don't know. <laughs> well, they don't work to get kids to get diddled. How's that? Well, I don't know. It depends. Can you put candy on the end of a magnet? My thing is, <laughs> <laughs> got weird. All right, got but weird. what do the insane clown posse have to say about pedophiles? Two, two things. First off, no, you can't put candy on the end of a magnet. Second off, okay, no, okay, oh, back yeah. to what we're talking about. With here. glue, you can. Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant magnetically. No, I'm just. Saying. All right. So the insane clown posse had declared for everybody that doesn't know, Davy Vanity. He's the ex-singer for a band called Blood on the Dance Floor. Are they like a screamo band? They're, they're to my to my knowledge, they're like a, a gothic electronic. I don't kind think of it's gothic. It's more like emo. Emo. It's yeah, they're definitely emo. emo. Like this guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's more of like. But it's a, not metal and it's not rock. It's more of it's like, like dance music. It's more of like a poop dookie diarrhea uh, type of genre. I think it is uh, a little bit of that diarrhea type of genre. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's, um, it's so. Yeah, it, 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 it's emo. It, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. The 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 oh, audience, wow. that's him. Yeah. The audience is uh is going to be um teens, tweens, or whatever, right? right. It's going to be it's going to be based on I, for the most part. Let's just go with that. Well, this guy, there has been an expose published by Metal Sucks, and then the Huffington Post even picked up that expose that Metal Sucks did on this guy and what he would do to groom underage girls, right? This Davy Vanity guy, I don't know, he's free and clear. He's gone. He's not in a band. Blood on the dance floor anymore. He's doing something with his wife, I believe, another band, but the, that's not the point. No, oh, it's like the Partridge family. Juggalos, <laughs> who, Juggalos, if I'm not mistaken, are considered by the FBI a gang in America, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a dangerous gang? Well, I, I just know that they're labeled a gang. Oh. Like the FBI has these things where they label people, and I'm pretty sure they label them a gang. Okay. Okay, if I'm making Fair that enough. up, I'm sorry. This is a lot of times when I, I read all these stories, a lot of it becomes truth, and maybe it's bullshit, but I think Juggalos are yeah, listed I, as a I've, gang. I've signed that, yeah. Okay, so the point is, is that Insane Clown Posse declared this pedophile, Davy Vanity, Juggalo enemy number one. Ooh. All right. All right. So now the Juggalos are looking out for this dude. Okay. All right. Not only are they looking out for this dude, they're looking out for America. Mm-hmm. But the best part about it. Thank you, ICP, for stepping up. Uh, oh, we well, need new justice. This is what they say, though. And this uh, is where I think it might get a little, uh, a little hairy. CWO. Juggalos, keep your Terminator-style eyeballs open for Juggalo enemy number one. Clown world order. Skip, skip, skip. Right? <laughs> if you spot... This free-roaming beast out in public somewhere, you know what to do. Pick up a heavy object and inflict necessary beatdown. Just make sure it is the correct guy first and not some other totally uh. innocent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me see your ID. Okay, take this brick. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, I don't know if you can do that. Uh, uh, yeah, oh. Other, other mm. totally innocent peacock wig-wearing fucking fool. So... The fact that they're considered a gang, right? Yeah. They are. And then yes. the leaders of that gang, Shaggy Two Dope, and what's the other guy's name? Violent J. Violent J. Yes. It's signed VJ. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming it's from Violent Thanks, J. Thanks, Violent J. Oh, because uh, just a man of the people, you know? If you're considered a gang and you say, go beat this pedophile's ass, and this guy gets put in the hospital by Juggalos. Yeah. Or dead. Or dead. You're talking about like a heavy object. Take a heavy or object. Like, let's say yeah. he's with someone else who's completely innocent. Mm-hmm. And you beat the shit out of yeah. them. Okay, so they're going to be in trouble, right? Uh, they're going to go so, to yeah. jail for a long time. Now, can they go to jail for even saying to whoop his ass right now? Uh, I don't know. I don't know law and order, but I'm wondering. It's like if you make a threat towards here's somebody the thing, in, a, in, a, like, in a public figure. I've read about something similar like this because you know, like white supremacist websites. What they'll do is encourage a lone wolf, which is like some random person, mm-hmm. to go out there and commit a heinous act. You know, in the name of white supremacy, they're asking people to go out there and commit a heinous act in the name of ICP. 
that's sad. And people, people would probably and, do and, it too. Yeah. Is it like Charles Manson? Like it's kind of like that. But the thing is, those, that's the way I was thinking. But these websites, though, and these people that were running these websites, uh-huh. uh, it's not. Even though they encourage it, I don't. I, it's either that it gets taken down or. It, well, it, it, but there is no legal ramifications from that. He signed it, VJ. <laughs> right. So, so I guess he didn't. Full he didn't. He didn't sign it with his real. Oh, okay. His real well, name. that could be volleyball, Jimmy. Yeah, that could be volleyball, Jimmy. So, anyways, let's just go. So, to to add on to that, <laughs> if you guys continue on down the story, first off, Davey Vanity should go to jail. He should commit. He should be a registered sex offender after the expose that Metal Sucks did. If you guys haven't read it, but after that, ICP doesn't just go there because they're they're manhunting now. Really, they have an hour long interview with. With journalist Chris Hansen. Oh, if you guys don't know oh, how the mighty have fallen, uh, yeah. if you guys don't remember Chris Hansen, all right, yeah. he was the gentleman from uh, to, to catch, catch a predator. predator, to catch a predator, and then later on, Crime Watch Daily, and then he did something where I don't know, it was it was embarrassing. Yeah, but, he bombed after that. Yeah, so and now he's uh, doing a video with the uh, insane clown posse about Davy Vanity because he is the his. His his paycheck is uh, catching pedophiles, if we may. Yes. Right. Um, and well, so it was. We did a, a whole documentary on To Catch a Predator on our other podcast, Rise to Offend. If you guys haven't, it's a three part episode thing, and we really focused on the fact of vigilantism in this. And it did take To Catch a Predator down because of the actions of Chris Hansen trying to make stories work. In essence, a guy was killed. And so, um, well, no, a, a, guy, a was, guy took himself, yeah. took took his life. I'm sorry, a, a, a human being committed suicide because of it. So, the point is, now he's kind of doing the same thing with the insane clown posse. So we've seen in the past that the vigilante go get that pedophile shit through the internet, and that can be very, very dangerous and dicey, man. Yeah. It's like that's a that's a huge gray area. Mm-hmm. Like we, you don't want to go so far to where you end up becoming the bad guy. Yeah. We want pedophiles caught, yes, because we all hate them. Republican or Democrat, woo! <laughs> Who would have thought that hating pedophiles was the glue that binds most Americans? That's, that's how we get everybody together. Yeah, there exactly. you go, man. That's going to be my platform right Guillotines? there. Guys, I hate pedophiles. Vote good. 2020. Uh, holy shit, that guy's making sense to me. Wow, now. man. He said he really doesn't like him. What do you want to do about him? I hate him. Ah, this guy's speaking my language. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bet that guy from Traft would be like, you know what? I'm voting for this I'm guy I'm voting now. for this guy. Apparently, he doesn't like guys that touch kids. Dude, he's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so now Insane Clamp Posse, who, dude, they've done so much. They had a wrestling league, I think. Uh, I don't. Yes, they, they did. I don't. Did they really? It, yeah. It was called like I forgot what it was called. I think it was Juggalo World Order yeah, or that Juggalo was Juggalo Wrestling. Wrestling, whatever. Oh, so they've God. done a lot, and um, I feel like the ICP has fallen down mighty just because they play very small venues here in Las Vegas when they come. Last time they were here at the Backstage Bar and Billiards, which holds about I don't know five hundred people. Yeah, and it didn't it didn't do well. So I don't think the ICP. Uh, at least in our town, is really that popular, but they still do the Gathering of the Juggalo uh, Festival. Not this year, obviously, but every year. So they're still a very, very marketable and big big name. Yeah. Right? They were super popular, let's just go 10, 15 years ago. But I, and now they're going this route where they're trying to catch, well, pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, this is, just seems like it's going to go all wrong all the way. Yes, absolutely. I don't think that anything here can go right for the insane clown posse. They it's can like go to jail. when he tried to drop kick, uh, was it? Fred Durst. Fred, Fred Durst, yeah. 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 That's exactly what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. yeah. he missed. He missed. And that was Violent Jay that tried no, to drop kick. No, that was Shaggy Tudo. That was Shaggy Tudo. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, so sh- Shaggy goes to drop kick Fred Durst. Fred Durst, like, he barely nicks Fred Durst. And then, she, and then that was it. And the yeah. guard, like, Fred just turns around and goes, what the fuck was that? That's like, basically what's happening right now, except, yeah. yeah. So and, no- and again, like, you know, them telling, go, anytime you tell the public, the angry, torch-wielding mm-hmm. public to go out and commit an act of violence on a guy, and especially, like, just make sure he's the right one. First off, like, what are you going to do? you going to study this guy's photograph, like, yeah. wherever you he live? He does not. Yeah. I don't know what he looks like without his peacock feather-wearing thing. Man. He, is I th- a, he looks very, you know. Probably different. Completely, completely yeah, different. Like he doesn't have the blue eyes. He doesn't have, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, probably, yeah, he's probably growing a beard to hide his neck tattoo yeah. and the whole fucking nine. And it's like, you know, and then you're going to sit there and t- set this angry mob who's going to be speak, who's going to be acting on emotion. Yeah. You know, and anytime you do that, you're going to have problems. Same yeah. thing happened with To Catch a Predator. They mm-hmm. went too far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we document that, guys. If you want to go listen to that episode, it's up right now. Rise to Offend uh, is the name of the podcast. Search it anywhere. But the point is, is that we... Um, Shameless plug. I love that. 
This is a shameless plug. I know. It's great. Whatever. It's it's our show. We do it. Do more. They might like us. They should. You know. So, (laughs) and whenever it comes to taking down sex offenders, I love where people's hearts are at, but I don't know where their heads are at. Again, because you cannot control the emotion. Yes. When you hear the details, too much hate. You cannot control. The intention is there. Yes. Yes. The intention's positive, but man, you get the wrong juggler to do something. It's a wrap. So. Hopefully this guy goes down because he's not in hiding. Cops can go get him if they can get the evidence. From what we've seen, when things get media spotlight, hopefully somebody takes and focuses on that. But at this point, I would tell took all, 20 years all, to get R. The, Kelly. all the, <laughs> so. the three ICP uh, fans that we have out there, don't violently beat somebody up because your boys told you to, all right? Moving on to the next pedophile. You guys ready? Oh, dude. There's more than one? It's pedophile week. Oh, dude. They're all over the place. Fantastic. Trip Ensign, former Static X guitar player, went to jail, convicted for having sex with underage girls, um, is is kind of trying to smear campaign the new Static X record that's coming out. It's called Project Regeneration Volume 1. I think it is out now. Um, And uh, the best part about this is that months ago, Edsel Dope from Dope, everybody was saying is the same is the guy that, that replaced Wayne Static is, is the singer of the band. But he has denied that vehemently. He's like, no, I'm not. The, you guys are wrong. It's not me. Right? He has completely said that. So Trip Ensign is fighting with Edsel Dope, not the lead singer of Static X. Mm. About he's stating that he wrote the new record and they stole all his uh, songs. Just like he stole so many poor girls' innocence, you sack of shit. Okay. Oh. Sick burn. Yes. Sick burn. Yes. Shut up. Fuck that guy. Shut up. So here's, here's, <laughs> I, 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 let's go. Let's go. Now, I'm not saying, maybe I am saying this. I'm not saying that if you're a convicted pedophile, all right, and you wrote some Static X songs that you don't get credit for it, but I am saying that if you did that heinous, heinous deed, that this whole society deems deplorable, if we may. You might want to sit this one out. You might want to just say, I'm kind of done with the professional career. He started another band. I mean, he this guy's got like, he's convicted. He's admitted to doing these things, but his defense is that uh, he was unaware of the girl's ages, you know? Which is possible. Mm, okay. But I'm just saying it's possible. Uh-huh. Read the court documents if you want to say it's okay, possible. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. We I didn't don't read, know. I didn't read I, the court documents, there. but you're right. I feel a lot of pedophiles say that. You're right. Yeah. And I, but, oh, but what I'm saying is, is it's, so did it's, the one innocent guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, no, like no. We've got to make sure that we stick, take that into consideration. Okay, well, he, he went to jail. He was convicted, but I believe what happened is he did plead guilty. There was some sort of deal. So he did do these acts. It's a wrap. Even if he felt he was tricked. The point is, is that. Dude, get a job at Uber Eats. Your rock and roll dreams are done. Call it a day. Call it a day. All right. So now the argument of going back and forth between our trip, who is the uh, pedophile, mm-hmm. and Tickle Fingers. Edsel uh. Dope, who is the lead singer of a band called Dope, mm-hmm. but is arguing for Static X. Mm. It's pretty fun. Seems like it's Bruce Wayne and Batman. Are they in the same room at the same it's, time? It's, uh, you know, we got we need to figure that out. We need to That's find crazy. that out. Let's get a, let's get some fingerprints from both guys <laughs> and see what's going and on. See what's happening because something is amiss. You just got to walk away. from Yeah, this. you just have to shut up. You just got to walk away. You've from already this. no matter what, no matter what your argument is, no matter how right you are. You, you might, attention. yeah, you might have video of you writing these songs. They go, see, this is I came up with the guitar part and the chorus mm-hmm. and the songs and the lyrics. It's like put it on Snapchat. I, I put it on Snapchat. That's me. That's me. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Like, what are you? What are you trying to get out of this? Your your life is going to be kind of unfair the rest of the way, and it should be because you took something that we as you know society. It's like murdering certain people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like murdering them. You know, you've ruined their life. You've taken away something. And, and put fear and anxiety in them forever. You need to go away and stop playing these games, yeah. man. That's it's the like, whole bottom line. It's like you brought line. enough attention yeah, to yourself. Yeah, dude, like you, you need to step the fuck back. And the fact that you are starting a new band, like, and the fact that we're talking about them, it, it's kind of angry. You know? Look, yeah. there's, there's certain crimes. And now crimes, that you're saying that people are stealing from you, like, shut yeah. up. There's certain crimes that can't be forgiven. Moving on, last story, guys. Before we jump into our interview with D. Snyder, Static X. Okay, 
We just talked about them. They just put out a new record. Yeah. A lot of you guys might have it, might not. I haven't heard it. I don't know anything about it. No clue who the lead singer is. Uh, yeah, we don't know. It's obviously He's not Edsel Dope. Because the album is dope. Yeah. The album is dope? No, I don't know. I just, oh. just want to throw that little thing in there, but you kind of oh, ruined God. it. They are playing. <laughs> they are playing a festival out in Milwaukee. It was originally called the Herd Immunity Fest, which got rebranded to the Mini Fest, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Mini Fest. This place holds about 2,000 people. There's a bunch of new metal bands that are playing an ACDC cover band. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Okay. Well, Static oh. X, now that there's a lot of people being like, what the fuck are you guys doing? They just sent out a message saying, hey, when you go to the mini fest, wear masks. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. So, or don't, well, I mean, what do you guys think about this? I think right now is not really the time. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's, it's, it's almost a slap in the face to be like, I'm going to do a show with 2000 people in a venue with no social distancing. Um, you just own that. Be like, fuck it. That means you don't give a shit about the COVID. You have to own that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to own that. And or then at least for be you to be honest about yeah, it. Yeah. For you to come out and be like, hey, wear masks. Yeah, there's a compromise. No, it's not compromise, bro. <laughs> like, you're doing the show. Okay. You shouldn't be doing the show. There is, I can say, easily a thousand other bands out there in the world right now that are like taking this seriously, stepping back, losing their asses, maybe breaking up the band. Because they're taking this shit seriously. And I will tell you so this So don't too. come out with wear a mask. If you're going to do this show, if you're going to great white it, don't apologize afterwards. Own the shit, okay? You don't care about your fan base, and you don't care if people get sick. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I look at the... Again, if you're going to do it, just go out there and do it. And again, if you... The mask thing has been made into such a political statement. Like, what's people are going to clash it's not going to be like a fun show. If it's mandatory, okay? That's what I'm saying. No, it's not. It's not. They just said, "Hey, we're just telling them." I'm to. just saying, I'm just saying if you to say cover their ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying like if you go out there and go, "Hey guys, you can you don't have to wear a mask to come here or whatever." There is going to be people that start shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because dude, the people that are not wearing masks and the people that are wearing masks, they're at odds and all they want to do is inflict their goodwill on the other. You know what I mean? Like, I'm right, you're wrong. That's yeah. all they want to do. And so it's like, so how are you going to be able to avoid that when you know that tension is going yeah. on in the air right now? Your actions have to match your words. Your yes. actions are, hey, I don't give a shit about COVID. That's it. Don't give us other words. Don't do that. You know? But is it actually going to go through? Yeah, it looks like it is. It's it's, it's happening Because like this everything weekend. else has been like being canceled or postponed. Out here? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean we're, like, we're a tourist hotspot, not there. You yeah. know? Uh, Where was this oh, again? Where was the it was co- in Wisconsin. There you it, go. it does have uh, cases on the rise. Uh, Ringgold, Wisconsin, wherever that... I, dude, I'm that's not Party familiar. Town, USA. I'm not sure where Ringgold is. Are you Wisconsin kidding me, bro? They, saw, they got a place there. They, they got the world's biggest onion ring. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, for real. Check it out. Dude, check it out. We should all go lick it together right now without masks. Dude, and then go to the mini fest. They got, they got a, <laughs> they got a, uh, they got JJ Watt's shoestring on display. What? Yeah, yeah, Is it's Twiggy's bar. Yeah, oh, uh, no, no, it's just a shoestring. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's got a picture. It's next to his picture, so I could just oh, assume. I mean, it's it. his. It's his though. It's his. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Yeah. Hey, oh, how about we segue to someone that does exactly what I just said? Let's jump into my interview, guys, with one of the legends of rock, D. Snyder. Brooklyn, metal sucks. Let's do this. Let's do it, my man. So, uh, everybody, what's going on? It's it's Petter, metal sucks. I got D. Snyder back on the show. We are here to talk about for the love of metal live, which is out July thirty first. Got an original song on there. It's called "Prove Me Wrong." Uh, tell us about that track. How it ended up on this live thing, and um, if I'm not mistaken, it was recorded when you were recording the album originally. Correct. No, that's the thing I want people to know, uh-huh. and it's important. It's a person. It's, it's important because. That's what people might, that's what people think. Uh, even Napalm, when they contacted me and said, listen, you know, everybody's trying to throw sweeteners in on something to get people to buy the product, you know. And they was, do you have any outtakes from For the Love of Metal? And we didn't. Um, so they're like, oh, that's too bad. I said, well, we can write and record something. And they said, you can? Really? And yeah. So this is a new song by me and Charlie Belmore recorded uh early at the beginning of this year uh for this re- just for this record and people should take that uh, the message i want to send with this besides the lyrical message is that this is 
D. Snyder circa 20, circa 2020. This is what you can expect from me musically moving forward. This is not, you know, this this is where I am at. I found my place was for the love of metal. I found my sound was for the love of metal, and this is a continuation of that sound for me. Oh, that's exciting, man! Because that record it blew us away. You know, especially I mean. Working with Josta, and there was talk, if I remember, just by listening to his show, that there is you guys do want to do a follow up to this record, correct? The original for very the much metal? so, yeah, very, very much so. I mean, you know, look, every band member who leaves a band, a legacy band, or a band that's had notoriety of some kind, hopes and dreams that they'll be able to establish themselves as an individual. They can be proud of where they came from, but you know, everybody wants, tries to find their place as a solo artist. I mean, Robert Plant's been trying for decades, you know, for the Honey Drippers and the whatever, the, the, the New Brown Clouds or whatever he comes out with. He keeps keeps doing things. And the, the goal is that some people go, this is Robert Plant. And he won't be living in the shadow of Led Zeppelin for the rest of his life. And few have achieved that. One who did. Uh, you know, Richie Blackmore did with Rainbow, which, you know, was amazing. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne did it in the ultimate way, where now you get two hours of Ozzy songs and Paranoid, good night, you know. And I was kept swinging at that, at that ball, trying to find that mark and never resonating, never really connecting until for the love of metal. And I finally found music that not only connected with the audience, but people rec- identify as D. Snyder. And uh, I'm not letting go of this. Beautiful. Us all as fans are excited to hear that for sure, man. And the the live the live record. It, I mean, you play the majority of that album on this live record. Obviously, it's called "For the Love of Metal" live. But um, when you're playing those songs live, and you do mix in some some of the classic Twisted Sister stuff, uh, ACDC cover. You know, there's things on there as well. But when you're playing the songs live, do you see the crowd reaction that you want playing these new songs? It's the first time with this record, and it was from day one when I started going back to 2018 when we started doing shows, I saw that it was connecting with the audience in a way nothing else I had done ever connected. Um, new music as a rule, and I make a, I have a great, I think a pretty great uh, comedic moment on the live album and the DVD where I, I dare I tell the people I'm watching them they better not go to the bathroom doing the new songs. But those really are the bathroom break songs. I saw Zeppelin on the physical graffiti tour at Madison Square Garden. And when they went into Kashmir, half the audience left mm-hmm. it, to go to the bathroom. It was a new song. It was droning and monotonous. And nobody really knew it yet. So it was just like, I'm getting a beer. You know, I mean, it was like, what the? And it went on forever. So, it's you know, it takes a while for songs to connect with the audience. But... For the love of metal, had an immediate connection. And by the time we got to the second year where we were filming, people knew the songs, were singing the songs, were excited, cheering for the songs. Uh, and I remember moments walking backstage with the guys in the band and going and, and shocked, going, they were singing along. They knew the words. Uh, I mean, it's the greatest feeling in the world. If I still had tear ducts, I would have been crying, but I had those removed in 82. So I'm incapable of crying. But, uh, but uh, but it was it was actually for me as an artist moving. Yeah, let's go back to '82 because we're dealing with something right now—a pandemic that I think a lot of bands are gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen to them, but if Twisted Sister, when Under the Blade came out and was promoted and ready to go, this pandemic hit and you guys had to just stop all your momentum. Do you think that might have uh, stalled the band, or do you think you guys could have muscled through that? Well. Uh, it's documented pretty well with uh, the documentary We Are Twisted Blanking Sister that we muscle through anything. Mm. Uh, I mean, that said, I'm not trivializing how devastating this is to, to young bands and young musicians. Their livelihood is being t- stolen from them, taken from them. Mm. And, um, you know, and I, I just, I don't think it, you can kill rock and roll under any circumstance, even if it never got to play out in the light of day again, it would still thrive and survive in the basements and the bedrooms around the world. But that's not where it's supposed to be. It's not 
you know, flowers in the attic here. It's supposed to be out in the sunshine, you know, and just with the world looking, watching and singing along. So um, this is a very, very, very bad time. And, I, and there'll be a lot of casualties, whether it's small venues, small record companies, small merch companies, indie, uh, indie late, in, just anything independent is really suffering a death could could be suffering a death blow here and i hope enough survive to 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 bring this the whole scene back yeah and that's a good point because when when a certain business when people want to venture to something that they are more passionate about then it's financially um viable like let's say i want to start a record company right now i know because of what's happened with the internet and stuff like that a lot of people will hesitate because it's not going to be making them the money or it might you have to might put in more money than you'll get back right now it seems like live music's going to have that where people are going to be like it might be too much of a risk for insurance and all those things so there is a real scary financial part behind it um that i think people don't realize this is this is in the arts in general you know and Mm -hmm. i think it probably crosses over into every business Mm -hmm. you know the the, the, the startups, all the startup type things, the beginning things that don't have those that cushion to weather something like this. Um, and, you know, I'm dealing with in the film industry and, and uh, you know, and they can't even get making movies yet. But the independent studios can't get insured. Mm. Uh, the only ones who can afford to weather this are the mega corporations like Netflix and, and Universal, they have the, they can self, you know, they can protect themselves. They can suffer a loss of tens of millions of dollars from a film, you know, being taken over by, uh, you know, by COVID. So, but that's scary in and of itself, because if only the corporations survive, we are not going to be better for it. We are never better for it when independent music, independent art, independent films, independent restaurants can't don't exist we're not better for that i agree with you a thousand percent and i've said this many times but i always look at the consumer and i feel like the consumer isn't showing that they care too much in essence if you turn everything over to streaming like i'll just have netflix that's all i'll watch i'll just have spotify they control what you can listen to you know they can stop and say you know what? i don't like this artist we're taking them off and then they're gone you know and so that's what the beauty of the independent records and the stores and all those things gave us is that like, all right, nobody wants me listening to Cannibal Corpse. I can't find it on my streaming service. Well, now I can go to a record store and get it or mail in. With that gone, it seems like the consumer is on the side of the corporation. Is my thought process crazy right now or is this the way it's No, it's seen? not. And this is, this is go- unfortunately, uh, just the average person, and I'm sorry, People listening, that's mostly you. That's you guys. A lot of you guys, uh, but you don't realize it. It's 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 like a, uh, it's it's kind of a magic trick in a way. You know, where where we you know we're, we're we're not really paying attention to what's going on. We're just seeing the result, and the result is entertaining. In the meantime, someone's picking your pocket. Uh, you know, I mean, it's we just like when I was in Washington and fighting. Not to go back to that old trope, mm. but. So um, I found that the, the most of the fans didn't realize the significance of what it was, was going on. It was that all, oh, now we know what records to buy. Not if they don't carry them in the stores. Not if it's not racked. Not if the stores won't supply them. Not if uh, Kmart and Best Buy, and this is a fact, were, were making record companies make edited versions of records so you didn't actually hear the album as it was created so yeah yeah we now you know records are buy only if you can get them so this is and and the people didn't realize it it's it, you have to really think about what's happening here and i'm not saying that people are shallow they're not but we've got a lot of things going on mm-hmm. and contemplating the universe and and the depth of of the covid virus is 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 it kind of hurts your brain if you really start going down that rabbit hole thousand percent. And I, I do think that that's something that I always rely on as a, us as Americans. We have so much going on that something always has to give. Something always has to not be as serious as what's in front of us. And as crazy as it sounds, like a lot of times the thing that's not as serious as what's not attacking us right then and there. And so 
I think people do look at the COVID virus. Well, it was not bothering me right now. It won't bother me eventually. But that's the thought process that I feel with the instant gratification that we survive on now is going to hurt art in the long run because it is something that you have to search for. You have to personalize, if I'm allowed to use that word, and be like, even though you didn't create it, it speaks to you in a different way and you want to share it with people, you know? Um, well, this is, a, this is a very intellectual conversation. I'm, I'm really, sorry. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I'm shocked to get it from Metal Sucks. Oh. Uh, you know, but don't be fooled. Don't judge a, a podcast by its cover. No, do not apologize. Uh, I embrace that. Look, I've had a lot. You know, this, this, as all of us have had a lot of perspective, gotten a lot of perspective during these times mm-hmm. of what really matters and what's important to us and what's not important to us. Um, you know, uh, I, I've got a house on the beach. Yes, I'm a rich rock star. And the house they were building next door is ugly. And I was daily angry and just I, I just had a mad on constantly. Then COVID hit and my daughter was trapped in Peru. And I struggled for two weeks to get her out of there. And she was in grave danger. Suddenly that house seemed insignificant and it still seems insignificant to real problems. And that's perspective. Um, I've gotten a perspective on what I do on entertainment, on art. And I realized that we really are a distraction. We're not that important other than we distract people from the ugliness of the world. And people do need distraction. But that's what art provides. It takes us away from our problems. Sometimes it lifts us. Sometimes it inspires us. But more than anything, if I put out a live album right now, which I have, it's a distraction from the day-to-day issues that people are dealing with. And because of this crisis, some of the issues are brutal. Death, sickness, poverty, uh, your bankruptcy, losing your house, not having food on the table. These are really... Some dark things going on. So art does have a place because people do need to forget once in a while. A thousand percent. I, I, you can say the same about sports. A lot of things that we're losing right now, um, I completely agree. Sports but, too. Absolutely sports. Uh, yeah. Um, Look, Petter, I used, I've done morning radio for many years. And I used to do morning radio. And I remember talking one day and I said, listen, if you think your job's important, what would happen if you stopped doing your job for a month? What would happen? Think about it. I said, I know what happens if I stop doing my job. Some people aren't entertained. Yeah, they'll get entertained. But if a garbage man stops doing his job, mm-hmm. pestilence, disease, sickness, death, within a month, rats, insects, bacteria. This is So whose job is important? The guy carting away the dead bodies or the guy who's painting a picture? You know, just I'm just saying, you know, perspective is a very important thing. And, you know, look at look at the appreciation we have for frontline workers. We haven't really knew what a frontline, how that that word frontline, how far it goes to people stocking shelves, uh, fixing the ventilation system, supplying, delivering face masks to hospitals, sweeping the floors and throwing out the garbage. Where, where, do, you, where do you think all that biohazard waste goes? Somebody has to pick that up. That's a frontline worker. Our appreciation has changed forever. So our, and our understanding of what that means is this is a this is a time of insane perspective. We brought up filmmaking, and I love talking filmmaking with you. I'm a huge horror film guy. Um, growing up, you know, the effects were always part of the love of the game. You know, Strangeland had some fantastic effects. CGI effects are kind of the way things are going and have been for a long time. What are your thoughts on those for horror films? Well, you know, I, um, one of the new uh, roads that I'm on, you know, and that I'm, is I'm going to be directing my first feature film. Uh, I was supposed to be starting in May, but COVID pushed it off. Uh, my, my latest horror script, My Enemy's Enemy. And, uh, and then I haven't even finished my, I haven't directed my first film and I've been being hired to uh, write a reimagining of a classic 80s slasher and direct that one as well, which I'm working on now. So, I'm kind of being groomed to be like the next Rob Zombie. You know, Hollywood's like that. You know, like, oh, Rob Zombie thing we're going, who else can we get? Dee Snyder. Ah, he's in a rock band that likes horror. We'll get him. Um, but I was just watching. We've been doing a lot of, you know, binge watching, as people are doing. And uh, we've been watch, going back, my wife and I, and watching, uh, uh, like, uh, you know, just uh, 
you know, this is like all the Transformer movies, all the Pirates of the Caribbean, all of the, the Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. And we were watching the, the new Planet of the Apes series. And we started, though, with the one from Tim Burton. And, and I remember when that came out, I'm pretty sure Rick Baker won an Academy Award for, the, for the, that one. his like eighth Academy Award. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And my wife said, eh, it's not as good as like the new, the, the ones that they did now. But that's CGI. And, you know, and CGI, yeah, it's amazing to see things rendered so perfectly. But um, we've lost, there was an art to really making great, you know, physical prosthetics and, 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 phys- and, and, and you know, and the special effects doing it, you know, for real uh, when it was good. It was so rewarding as a fan to watch it. And, yeah, we suffered through a lot of crappy ones, too. But, man, when it looked real, it's the best magic trick in the world. It, you know, people said, were you hanging from those flesh hooks in Strangeland? And, no, I was not. I'm not insane. Uh, you know, but, but, it, but, it, but you believed it. And that's, that was not CGI. That was prosthetics. That was, that was you know, actual physical special effects it was great and budget wise though is it extremely different like as far as like uh to to reach those effects because i think i'm a huge fan i I, if you watch 80s horror movies you can take anything the mutilator new york ripper pieces whatever and they the films the scripts are not great i get that but the effects in the films that we're talking about they stop you because they are so scary like maniac the 80 version right um or 80 oh yeah the effects when he's, I'm not saying the script is the greatest thing ever, but the effects of when he's killing people, it is virtually stopping. Where the cartoon violence, the video game violence, the CGI effects that we see more or less now, it doesn't give you that same thing. So, But that's something you have to compete with. So you are going to try to get everything old school effect wise or do you have to mess with the CGI? Well, you know, um, I think that people are discovering that the best uh, special effects are a combination. Mm. That they're using, you know, physical uh, special effects, prosthetics, things like that. I'm forgetting the word that we we we, we use this for those kind of things. Uh, you click, snap your fingers, go. What is that word? I'm b- blanking out. But mixed with a little bit of CGI, and the and that's that's where we sort of come to. There was a time when we went just to pure CGI, and people realizing. No, that's not that. It's the combination that's working best. So, um, you know, and I, I, you know, and also there's the economics of what you can do now with some CGI. Now, in my movies, this uh, my enemy's enemy is a is an action horror film. It's a it's an it's actually going to be a game changer. It's a new genre uh, type film, and um, I'm hoping that everything is going to be real. Not CGI, and I also don't think our budget can afford CGI. <laughs> so we're gonna, but there's some real, there's still some very talented people out there. Thank God, incredibly talented people who are still working with practical. That's the word, practical effects. And uh, so you know, I'm I'm looking forward to working with them because there's a lot of a lot of uh, you know, gunshots and stabbings and things like that going on in this movie. So exciting, man! Exciting. So. Everybody, I do want to say one more time, D, I love talking to you always, man, but I want everybody to know for The Love of Metal Live is out July 31st. Make sure you guys pick this up. It's on Blu-ray, DVD. There is an album CD version as well, digital, all that stuff. So make sure you guys are picking it up. Fantastic, fantastic show. If you guys enjoyed the record put out a couple years back as much as I did, do not miss out on this right here. Let me just say, people, I'm not Nostradamus. Hmm. Um, I didn't foresee the pandemic. When I told my managers in spring of 2019 that I was taking off 2020 from live performing, I didn't realize the world was taking off. Um, and when they said, what should we do for 2020? I said, well, let's film the shows and release a live record. Um, it's really a good time for a live album since people are starved for live entertainment. So get the live Blu-ray, put it on your big screen TV, get a bunch of your friends socially distanced and rock out with your, you know, what's out. To for the love of metal live uh, and uh, just sort of remember last summer.
Metal Sucks Podcast. It's called I Am The Hurricane! I can smell it when you say my name You love to gamble but you never win You lost it all The end begins Your life and death are one in the same There's nothing left but all your sin The wind is screaming, is screaming your name It sounds like fear
We are back, my friends. First song you heard is off the record for the love of metal live. Blu-ray, DVD, CD, however you want it. They got them in all the formats. That track is the original song, Prove Me Wrong. We talked about it in the inter- interview. Second song you heard, I Am The Hurricane, live, straight off the album. Guys, make sure you're pre-ordering. It's coming out July 31st for the love of metal live. Fantastic time. I'm telling you guys, this is the time to get all the Blu-rays and DVDs you can of the bands you love, dude, and spend it at home. It's fantastic. You never know. The next six months, you might not get to show to see a show. This is the kind of shit you want to rock out to. Third song you guys heard is off the new album, Metal Commando by Primal Fear. That song is called I Am Alive. It's coming out July 24th. Catchy as hell. Love the record. Make sure you guys are checking out the new Primal Fear. With that, I want to thank everybody out there for the five-star reviews we keep getting on the good old iTunes. Yeah? No. The good old iTunes. Oh, it's an no. old format. Gooch, don't do that. Yeah. Oh, I am a fan. No. You guys, the five-star reviews keep popping up. You're the best. Okay? I want to thank everybody also who's writing in to rise to offend at gmail.com. I am so backlogged on emails. I'm going to hit you guys up next week. He's going to hit you up. It's it's it this time of the if this yeah. this time of life has been real tough for me to you know make up. it through a work day. It's like sixteen hour days for me. So I you, will get back to you guys. I miss the conversations. You know, he's gonna let you know you matter. So thank you guys for writing. Um, I'm up hard. And then uh, make sure you support our other podcast, Rise to Offend, guys. <laughs> like we said, hit him up hard. Hit him up hard. Right. Hey, go from Spanish to English on hit him up hard. I don't even know how to say that in Spanish. Yeah. Pobrecito. It's <laughs> not it. It's not it. Just, like, I was like, waiting. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for the callback. I knew I saw it coming. I saw it coming. Uh, anyways. Oh, you say it good. I, I feel know. bad. Well, yeah, I feel like I did something she wrong. She speaks the language. I know. Fucking condescending douche. I, I, pobrecito. No, pobrecito. Hey, little buddy. Pobrecito. Gusta <laughs> la biblioteca? Hey, fuck this guy. Yeah, dude. Fair <laughs> enough. Look, yeah, dude. Fair enough. This on, this, on this episode, I totally douched out with how I, I speak Spanish. Fuck este hombre. Hey, gotta own it, right? Gotta own it. I was a douche. Anyway, so thank you guys for checking out Rise to Offend, our Let's other go podcast. Get some onion rings. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get some onion rings. Let's all onion. share the and biggest one. Largest yes. one. Let's just all share the largest onion ring. <laughs> Until next week, our friends. The Metal Sucks Podcast is signing off. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. <laughs>